you lose some serious cash on the roller coaster ride of Bitcoin? Maybe you rode the wrong wave on the last Reddit stock meme. Now's the time to look for your next return on investment and stack cash with something you may have in your toy box. I'm talking about those little plastic bricks that you can turn into gold. You know, Legos. Streaming from North Carolina to around the world and right into your ears. ears. It's the Brick Finds and Flip Show at BrickFlips.com. The show where Lego investing and reselling come together to help you make some serious do-re-mi. This episode originally aired as a video on our YouTube channel, Lego Finds and Flips at BrickFlips.com slash YouTube. Now, here's your host, the Lego investing ninja, Jeremy Stark. Hi, this is Jeremy Stark here with Brick Finds and Flips at BrickFlips.com. Thanks for joining the show today. Today, we're going to do a little bit diving in of some just some reselling techniques, tips, specifically for eBay. I'm going sh- to share with you guys some of my tips on how to best sell on eBay to get the maximum amount of return, um, as well as to avoid any issues or anything that you do have selling on this particular marketplace. Uh, this channel, if you're new to it, um, we have uh, just lots of tips on Lego investing, on reselling, on different marketplaces as well, uh, specifically for Lego. We also have just share a lot of different insights that we do have on particular Lego sets. Also wanted to let you guys know that we're doing a giveaway. So if you want to take a look at it, just and I'll also put a link below as well. That way there you can enter, you can find out the details on how to enter the giveaway. Now that we get that out of the way, let's get right into it. All right, well, we're gonna get started into diving into some tips that I that I find extremely helpful for anything selling on eBay. Now, if you've never sold on eBay before, it's it's one of those uh, sites that's been around forever. I mean, I've been selling on eBay since probably 2000, I believe, uh, when they first, maybe I signed up before that, but I really started selling products and uh, Lego, some toys, pretty much everything I've sold on on eBay. Uh, it was it was definitely one of the bigger sites out there. It's it's lost a little bit of its market share as far as with Amazon, but it's still a really good place to sell Lego, especially if you don't want to deal with Amazon or any of the other marketplaces. It's really a good place to get started and to to help you to kind of familiarize yourself as as selling reselling things because you have to really get that under your belt before you can really do well. But one of the first things we're going to go over three different tips i'm going to dive into each one the first part is always your research and your pricing um also um you this is we're going to go over what sells basically on ebay the other one is listing so you have to get your accurate uh, pictures and descriptions and then the other tips we're going to do go on is closing the sale and shipping it out so that, that it arrives to the customer as it should so one of the first things that you have to do is really you have to research your products on eBay. You really have to do this because you want to know what everybody else is selling it for, what it's been sold for, as far as you know, getting some ideas of what to look for in descriptions. Really helps you get an idea of, of what to look for in in this. Also, it's a really good research tool. I actually um, recently, and I'll share with you guys a little bit later in this video. I actually was just did some research and I found some products went out and got them, and then I sold them 
back on eBay. So it's really a good way to source and to also sell uh, products on there. And you can still make some money by flipping things on there as well. But one of the first things you really want to do is you want to look, just type in the Lego number and then maybe the, the theme and then the number. You can type in some combination of that. And you're going to come up with a bunch of different sets on here that and these are all the active listings. So these are the what these are what is currently selling for. These are what people have it up there. Now this is not really the this is this is really you know a first step that you want to take in here, but you want to make sure that you're doing this for the sold listing because that is like anybody can sell anything. Like I could sell this set for like a thousand dollars up there, but nobody might not buy it. So you really want to know what it's sold for. So if you go down after you typed in everything and you go down to where it says show only when I check off the sold and completed items. Now you're getting to see what this actually sold for. So if you look at these other sets, these are, you know, these are what it sold for $200. And it also tells you the shipping cost that was factored in there. So this will help give you guys a comp, basically a comp. Uh, the, the price that you can use this to gauge what it's sold for. Now, you might find that it might sell for less than you want to sell it for, but you have an idea of what people are buying it for recently. The other thing you want to take note of is how often it's selling. So if this is a popular set, you'll see quite a number of recent ones in there. If you don't see a lot in here, like for this particular one, this doesn't sell a lot, but there's just not a lot out there. So that kind of gives you an idea of the sales velocity. Another tool that you can use in eBay is um, they have a, a tool in here. It's called uh, TerraPeak. It is a, a fantastic tool if you want to get an idea of the what the products is selling for. So you would essentially type in the same thing you would do in a search, and then you can get an basically you know an average sold price of it as well as the average shipping cost and this really helps you too to dive in a little bit about the numbers you can also just make sure that you know it's coming up for the right thing in here you can kind of get an idea of of the historical value of the, the historical selling price of these these different products and you might know that during the holiday times it might sell for a little bit more so i can kind of help you if you're not sure of when you're going to price it so really that's the the research that you need to do at the beginning it helps you to get the price and then also you can also grab some of the description on here you know from some of these other sold ones because you know keywords is a big thing with with any kind of marketplace, you have to know the keywords. So those ones might be a little bit better keyword optimized. So maybe you can, you know, use some of their stuff. I wouldn't steal anything, but you can use some of the description to help describe it. Also, um, part of it is you have to, the price, you have to factor in the shipping. So make sure that you are having the sales price and it factors in how much it costs to ship it. So maybe weigh the box out, get an estimate of what it would cost to ship it from one end of the country to the next so that you have an idea of like somebody, you know, if I'm on the East Coast and somebody on the West Coast, it's going to cost more than say shipping to somebody, you know, closer to me. So I always get the high end cost of it because sometimes what you can do is you can just have the, you know, the, the free shipping and you can kind of factor in the shipping cost of it and you add that in there. And also have a uh, shipping where it's just a flat rate. You know, if you want to use a box, a UPS box. Um, so there's just factor, make sure you factor in the shipping when you get your price and everything up there. So the next uh, the next part we're going to go on to is the listing part. Now, I'm not going to get into the details of how to list and everything, but I want to I want to go over a bunch of different points here as far as listing in here. So we take this this particular listing. The first thing you, you need to have is the the exact title. You want to make sure you have keywords in there. Guys, I'm into SEO. I'm a huge marketing uh, SEO person. The key 
keywords is not something you do, do not want to skip. And I always, that's one thing when I do my research in these sold listings is I pull off the titles and descriptions and I kind of, you know, make it my own title and everything in description. But those things are probably getting searched more because they're using some of the keywords. So don't leave that out. Make sure you have a good title in there and have it so that it's somewhat descriptive of what it is and make sure you use all the characters. I mean, if there's I don't know exactly how many characters there are, but make sure they use all them. So put your 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 big keywords up on the front, and then fill it in with some other stuff. Maybe if in this one, this is good condition. You know, this one highlighted that's incomplete. So when somebody looks at this, they're not there's no confusion of what they're gonna get. Because you know, some you can sell. The great thing about Lego is that you can sell new, you can sell used, you can sell incomplete, you can sell complete, you can uh, sell it without the manual, you can sell it without the box. I mean, you can really go into different, you know, variations of how to sell Legos. Um, you can even sell Lego by the pound if you want, just loose by the pound. But the description and the title is what's going to draw somebody in. The title is what is going to make them click to see your listing. So if there's some other thing you can highlight that you can stand out against other listings, maybe take a look and see what everybody else is listing in there. There's some other word that you can add in there that just kind of makes yours stand out. I wouldn't put everything in caps. I... I kind of sick of when I see everybody put it in caps, I would maybe highlight one of the words in caps that will show up a little bit more prominently on the search. Really is the description really has to have all the keywords in it. So if you can add in all the right keywords for it, you know, and this, this is really a good description right here. If you want to take a look at this one, they tell you the exact missing pieces that are in there. I mean, that's fantastic because they could just say it's incomplete and it's missing some pieces, but they're, they actually went out and they did all the research and they told you the exact ones that are missing. You know, when you get it, you know exactly what you're getting. And that's really important when, if you want to have a successful sales on eBay and good feedback is that you're really using your description really well and you're and you're just being honest with people I mean because you want to know now the other thing you want to be careful with is when you're selling the new sets you have to make sure if there's some kind of box indent or some you know if the box has some issues with it you want to make sure you take a picture of it and you have that in your description in there so say if it's a smush box you know because I get set sometimes I get it returned and they're not open but they're completely crushed and I can't sell it as a new one on Amazon, you know, because it's just how it is on Amazon. But on eBay, I can sell it as new. And then I just put that the box is crushed and I have a picture of what, you, what you're what you getting. So somebody's going to know like, oh, they, they still can appreciate this set, but it's not going to be a collectible mint condition one. So make sure when you're selling a new set that you really describe that very well. Um, and then, you know, like I said, with the used sets, just make sure you're describing what is included in there. The boxes, the pieces, you know, if the manual is included, the box is included or whatever else that you need to put it in there, what, what it's put in. And then have a picture that shows it. It shows exactly what it is. And that's that's also for the new. So really just describe it very accurately. Uh, that's really the only thing I can tell you because when somebody is, you know, they get this and if there's a problem with it, um, you know, and it has to go through the, you know, whatever is in the description so if you don't put it in there and it's something wrong with it then they can use that against you if they need to get their money back or whatever as far as that you just you want to make sure you have the accurate picture of what they're going to get for this particular set the next thing is um, once you get everything set up and you get the listing uh, described and everything for the uh the actual set itself you want to make sure that you are uh you know shipping it to the person and it's going to get there in the same exact condition of the picture that you have. Now, obviously, there's problems with shipping. Sometimes things happen, and that's, you know, fine. The good thing about uh, most times with Lego is, 
you know, if you're selling them used, you're just putting them in a bag and they make it there very, very good. There's not a chance that, you know, unless they're completely crushed with like a hundred pound box or something, they usually make it there fairly well. But the new boxes, what I'm really concerned about is if you have new boxes, you want to make sure that the box fits in your shipping box and then it has you know some padding in there so that it doesn't get crushed easily so you want to make sure when you when you actually pack a box you want to fill up the entire box with some kind of material in there and usually I use the uh, just maybe some uh, brown paper or if you have some of the um, I save a lot of the stuff in my my warehouse where we save a lot of the packaging and there we just reuse that in there as far as you know to help recycle as well the other thing is is if you can get some sort of box cutter if you got some you know if you don't have the right size box fitting the box to the, you know the actual box size with just a little bit of room in there and just something in there it will save you on shipping costs as well. The thing I can tell you with shipping is make sure you, when you're first doing your research, is that you understand how much it's going to cost to ship. Measure everything out. Try to get all the information beforehand so you're not surprised when you actually sell it and you're like, oh my goodness, the shipping is going to cost so much money. Uh, you know how many times I've heard that from some people when they're just starting out, they're not aware of all the shipping costs. So find that out beforehand. Just having the right size box. You know, if you did get this on, if you did get it on lego.com, save the box. You know, I don't know, maybe you can get some bigger boxes and they can resize them to your specification. But make sure the box, the the, the item gets to the person in, in the same condition. And if you, if you have, you know, any kind of insurance, if it's a really expensive set, a lot of them will cover up to a certain amount in there. So just check with the, you know, your post office office or you know UPS or FedEx or whatever what they cover if there's something wrong if it gets damaged in there um, also you want to make sure that if you um, if you're able to send it in a little bag these poly bags um, they might save some shipping for you if you're selling used ones like I sell a lot of little used sets sometimes and they will fit right into I mean these little um, mailer bags that, that are all wrapped and everything so that kind of helps them get there and they'll save you on shipping so anything under a pound can be sent by first class at least through the United States um, in the you know the post office so that's another way to do it also to save some money is to use post office has their own bubble wrap mailers that you can get as well if you find that the shipping cost if the shipping weight is over a pound but it still can fit in there that's another good thing that you can use to save some money as well things to the that eBay that I love about eBay is that it is that you can sell anybody can really get started doing Lego with it it's actually the, if you've never sold anything before I think it's a perfect place to start, you know, if you want to, other than meeting people locally, because you do get a more global outreach of, of the, you know, of the, of the coverage of it in the listing. But also another thing too is, is you can use uh, promotions on there. And I, sometimes I'll spend a little bit of extra couple bucks to get it promoted on there so that they show it other than on eBay and it gets kind of higher up in the ranks there with it but it's ebay is fantastic to really start out with it's it's something that that i use for i basically use it for a lot of my stuff that i get returns for i also like i said i sold some um some other sets and one thing i want to tell you guys i one i what i looked up is and just a little trick right here is if you look up i don't know if you can go to like some like exclusive sets maybe you can find some sets on here possibly that you can you know get some brick link pieces for it or if you have maybe you know just loose pieces you can you can kind of scrape together some of it and you might actually be able to resell these online as well and just basically you're taking the cost of of getting all the bricks and then you're selling it for a higher price on there and all you're doing is you're making sure you get all the pieces together 
and you know you can still make some money um, doing that as well so that's if you don't really have a lot of to spend on you know, that's a good way to start or if you want to go and get garage sales get some used pieces you can sell you know these bricks by the pound you know maybe anywhere from like five to ten dollars depending on what it is i think what loose um lego bricks do go for so if you can get a really box of it from somebody and get it for really cheap you can still make some money just by selling it loose on there so hopefully that helped you guys out as far as you know as far as getting some some ideas of how to sell lego on ebay it's really one of those sites again that's that you want to make sure that you're doing some more due diligence you're you want to make sure that you're doing the research ahead of time and because you have to build your listing you want to make sure you have everything accurately listed and then you want to make sure it gets to the customer and the same piece that it was in to make sure that somebody's happy um and if you've never started out on ebay as well and you just and you have no feedback i would suggest to sell some really low cost things even if you're just breaking even on it, just to get some feedbacks, things that you can sell, do some research on things that you can see that sell really well, even if it's not Lego, get some feedback for that. And then that will help you out as far as, you know, having that trust factor that you have um, on there if you've never done it before. Um, also, we're doing a giveaway. And if you want to take a look at that giveaway, you can just also check it out in the notes. But it is brickflips.com slash giveaway. Well, hopefully that's helped you guys out. And I'll see you guys on the next show thanks for tuning in to the brick finds and flip show listen to us on all the major platforms if you like this episode don't forget to leave a positive review if we get enough love maybe elon musk will tweet about this next investment wave check out our latest lego investing articles on brickflips.com also check us out on our youtube channel at brickflips.com youtube any interest on being on the show or want to advertise with us reach out by email to podcast at brickflips.com. See you for the next Lego Flip.